Okay, uh, welcome everybody. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. This is a special edition of the Gravity Beard Podcast. Uh, this is the pre-preview show of the uh, NBA Finals. This is Game One tonight. Uh, we did an earlier uh, game preview show uh, this morning that we that we uploaded already. Uh, this one is different because I've got a different person uh, in the studio with me. Uh, I've got my friend with me, and uh, the reason we're doing this is because he and I are on the opposite side of this matchup. So, um, how are you feeling tonight? I'm 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 excited about this. Uh, so so a little backstory of this of our time together. It started last year, maybe even before, but for sure last year when Cleveland played Golden State in the 2015 NBA Finals. Uh, we had before the series started, we had two steak dinners uh, riding on the series. And I uh, was super frustrated because, as as most of you know, uh, Kevin Love was not a part of that series, and Kyrie um, was injured game one. And so I'm excited about this series because you got a fully healthy Cavs team. Uh, I have an opportunity to win back my steak dinners, um, and we have a healthy, rested, ready to go. King LeBron James and company uh, ready to teach Golden State a lesson. Okay, so just just to clarify, last year in the finals, you're 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 a huge LeBron fan, so yes. you don't have a particular NBA team that you root for. You're a LeBron James fan. Yes. So so last year in the finals, we had a bet at the beginning of the series. Yes. And the bet was one steak dinner per game. Yes. So the net outcome. So it, for example, last year. The outcome of the series was four four wins for Golden State. They won the finals, obviously the championship, and um, the, the Cavs had two. So I won two steak dinners because that was the net result between the two. Correct. Okay, and so when we were watching the Western Conference Finals, yes, I don't I don't remember what game. On your way out after the game, or maybe during the end of the game, yeah. you said, "Hey, what about double or nothing?" And I jumped on that immediately. And absolutely took that bet because I'm very confident that I could double my winnings from two steak dinners to four steak dinners. Yes. Which means you have to take me and my spouse out twice for yes. st- for, and pay for both of our steak dinners. And you confidently made that bet not knowing whether Cleveland was going to play Oklahoma City or Golden That's State. That's right, because the series wasn't over yet. It was like game five or six or whatever. Yeah, I don't, or I don't, earlier on, yeah. So, something, yes. yes. It might even have been game one, but yeah. it, it doesn't matter. The point is is, is that it, yeah, it could have been either Golden State or Oklahoma, and I still took the bet. Yes. Okay, so I guess what I want to ask you yes. before, before, before we hang this thing up and go watch the game together mm-hmm. is tell me – okay, you touched on it a little bit, but tell me again why you're so confident. All right, so a, a couple of different reasons. Uh, you have LeBron James, who – uh, seems to be in better spirits all around approaching the finals. He's back in Cleveland year two, right? He Boy, that's a good question. Is it year two or three? It, does, it doesn't I, matter. It's at least year two. Yes, year two. Oh, you know, it, it is year two because because um, this would be a sixth straight trip to the finals. That's right. For that's Miami. right. That's right. So he's been to the finals every year for the yes. last for the last 5 seasons. So I believe last year he he went into the finals somewhat demoralized by not having Kevin Love, not having Kyrie, uh, and you could even tell in the way that LeBron played last year that he wasn't mentally in the game. Okay, and another thing was on your side of the, of the coin yes. is that 
when we talked about this a few days ago, mm-hmm. you thought the matchups very much were tilted in in Cleveland's side. I, I actually would have preferred Oklahoma City the matchup with Cleveland. Uh, I don't know that the matchups are very much tilted, uh, but I but I do like <coughs> excuse me I do like some of the matchups. I struggle with you know depending on uh, you know Kevin Love and Draymond Green. I think Draymond Green could could have the best of them. I don't know that there's anybody on Golden State that can shut down. LeBron and I and I also don't believe I think Kyrie is in such a groove right now Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. that that Steph can't really stop him uh, Clay Thompson's not going to be able to shut him down so I believe Kyrie is going to be the scorer LeBron James is going to have the leadership that he of course can't be stopped so Kevin Love will be the piece of the puzzle tonight that if he shows up and gets twenty plus points he will Cleveland will win game one so so you think the difference maker that tilts it in their favor is is Kevin Love yes if he shows up okay so on that point in our in our in our other pregame episode yes in our preview episode somebody made the point that the matchup between uh, Draymond Green and Kevin Love is is heavily tilted in Golden State's favor because Draymond Green is far more versatile of a player Heard. But I, I believe the way Cleveland can spread the ball out, relieve some of the pressure, and get Draymond Green focused on other people besides just Kevin Love will free Kevin Love up enough to cause some serious damage. Okay, fair enough. So what about what about three-point shooting and just jump shooting and just shooting in general? Well, knowing that Cleveland has the NBA best record – Ever of most three points in a game, and who was their opponent during during that outing? That's irrelevant. <laughs> All right, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. So they they have they have the out of every team ever regular season and playoffs that they have set the record for the most <laughs> most three points made in a game. So I I believe they're capable of making three points. I believe they're capable of defending. Uh, Golden, I don't, I don't. Okay, I don't know if they're capable of defending and shutting down Steph Curry, uh, but I do believe they're going to be able to mix things up enough to slow down Steph, Clay Thompson, and they. You, you know what I'm capable of? What are you poking capable? holes in all the things that you're confident about? Yes, because I would tell you. Okay. Th- there's there's not a, fi- a group of five players that you can put on the court for for Cleveland. That can that can cause the big three for Golden State to not be effective. I mean, Clay Thompson can can be, and he has shown that that he's just as good of a shooter as Steph Curry is. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 where Draymond Green almost certainly is going to get hung up is he's probably going to get enough fouls or technicals or flagrants or whatever that he's going to serve a one game suspension. That's probably going to happen. Did you know that he's up against that limit? Are you familiar yeah. with that rule? He's got to get two more. Some, some, somehow, somehow, I feel like Draymond Green in this series is is going to earn is going to earn a game off. But that all that aside, yeah, I, I think what was what was the, what was the slogan that you told me on the phone today? King James will stop the show. No, that was close. Well, you like, said something about the king is going to reign. The king will reign. The tonight. king will reign, and I'm countering that with he can't stop the show. So one of those two things is going to happen tonight. 
and throughout this series. One of us is going to be right. You think King James is going to reign. Yes. I contend that no one can stop the show. So there's one more thing I'm going to, I'm going to bring up. Okay. And we probably should have ended on that. That was pretty strong. That was, that was sticking the landing. But I'm going to, but I'm going to bring up one more thing. Okay. Bring it. Uh, talk to me about the coaching matchup. Um, coaching matchup. You've got Tyron Lue, okay, yes. who, who has not even coached an entire NBA season. He mm-hmm. came in halfway through, I don't remember when, but after David Black, David Black got released. Yes. As a matter of fact, he's coaching in Turkey right now. He's not even inside the borders of the United States. That's, right. how, that's how far they pushed him away. Wow. Steve Kerr has multiple championships, championships as a player, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. is very high up on the list for, for shooting efficiency as a player, mm-hmm. understands the game, played in and around Greg Popovich and Michael Jordan. And is is the coach of the defending championship team from last year? Yes. So on a resume, so, so okay. So what I say that that's a tremendous disadvantage. What's your response to that? A tremendous disadvantage for Cleveland. For Cleveland, absolutely. Yeah. He's he he could potentially get just coached out of his pants. Tyrell Luke could. Sure, I, I I could see that. So evidence of man, I, I watched what Oklahoma City did to Golden State. Uh, the first four games of that series. And Steve, there were multiple times where I, where I witnessed and saw Steve Kerr uh, seemingly with no response to what OKC did. I believe the, the players got together and willed their way. I believe it was more of a, a Golden State Warriors team effort than a coach effort that pulled them through and got them and, and why they survived that last series. So you're saying that's why they why they won the championship last year and, no. and, and, and won an NBA record 73 games in the regular season this year and have found themselves again in the finals. I, I believe Steve Kerr has – I believe his resume and him as a coach is, is he's an incredible coach. He is good. I believe Tyron Liu – comes in and in less than desirable circumstances with trying to figure out how to lead a team and he has demanded uh, and, and really received respect from his players and has really put together a team where he's holding players accountable uh, players are showing up uh, staying late being disciplined acting like professionals which David Blatt didn't demand and I believe that seeps into the game so so I do believe, Tyron Lue has brought to the brought to the Cleveland Cavaliers something that David Blatt could not. Um, although I, I would agree with you that Steve Kerr is maybe has not maybe has the better resume and maybe has the upper hand as far as coaching. That Tyron Lue is more than capable of leading the Cavaliers with the King who will reign. Who will reign? Okay, so to a championship. So the, this the year. last the last thing that I'll explain, which maybe we should have led with this at the beginning, is. And, and I'm absolutely don't stand alone. I think there's a huge contingent of people that would absolutely agree with me. But, you know, when LeBron James came into the league, he was a man-child. He literally took over. He was a beast among among children. Um, I mean, he was he was not only probably the best player in the league almost immediately, but he was also probably one of the most loved. Mm-hmm. And then the decision happened. Mm-hmm. And myself, along with a huge contingent of the population, as he made a spectacle of himself and his move to Miami, completely turned on him and felt like he kind of took off the white hat and put on the black hat voluntarily. Yes. So that's the main reason why I've turned on LeBron. Mm-hmm. And even even though I do admire and appreciate the fact that he's gone back to his hometown, and, and I think kind of an effort to make it right, mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason, I can't I can't let him off, off the hook. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even think we'd really even need to discuss that. But the one thing I want to discuss is, is another uh, observation that I've made about LeBron 
particularly in the playoffs and particularly in the finals, is that I contend that LeBron is mentally weak at the, at the most important times of, of the season. That, be, that being final games in the you know final quarters mm-hmm. in, in the final games of, of the finals mm-hmm. so I, I'm pointing to LeBron's weakness you know his mental weakness so no matter how strong he is as a player ultimately he may crumble because of that one reason I I have as much as I love LeBron James and I will go I, I tried to not like him when he when he made the decision and left to go to Miami. But I found myself sneaking peeks of Googling LeBron James in the, Mi- in the Miami Heat, wondering how they were doing and what they were about. So I- I've tried to not like him. I've seen him shut down. I've seen I've seen the mental game struggle. Uh, I believe with this renewed hope, with Kyrie and Kevin Love getting their stuff together, uh, with some veterans like Jones and Fry and, and some of these guys, uh, a coach like Tyron Lue who, who really can get in LeBron's face, uh, I believe his his support system and his team uh, will carry him through uh, those mental weak points uh, because I do not I do not think they'll back down from LeBron and getting in his face and, and, and letting him know what his team needs. All right, fair enough. So you're you're, you're saying that hit the the supporting cast is going to prop him up at those moments? Yes. Okay, and the king will reign. <laughs> I disagree. King LeBron James will reign. I don't think anyone can stop the show, and that's what we're about to go watch. We're about to wa- go watch Golden State put on a show like they have over and over and over again. So here, here's the plan. Um, we're going to we're gonna we're gonna do a podcast. The, the plan is to do a podcast like this for every single game. Uh, we're gonna stop it in the beginning, then in the middle, and then at the end, and just kind of check our temperature and which one of us is feeling more confident. Um, and which one has lost their confidence. Um, and we're, we're going to do that for, for every single game. And at the end, I'm either going to have doubled up my, my stake winnings or I will have lost all of my stake winnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the adventure. That's the adventure we're on. Uh, you and I have been friends for several years. Uh, we've been on the opposite side of, of this for, for a few of those years. Uh, I think this is going to be really fun. Uh, thanks, thanks for doing this. Aren't you looking forward to it? This is exciting. All right. Here we go. So here, here we go. We've... Uh, Okay, we're back. This is the special edition of the Gravity Beard Podcast, uh, covering game by game the uh, NBA Finals, the matchup between Golden State and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm here with my friend, who is a LeBron follower, and we just got done watching the first half. What are your thoughts? What are you, what are you happy about? What are you, what are you nervous about? What are the highs? Yeah. What are the lows? Yep. So. Uh... I consider a nine-point deficit a win for the Cavs. Uh, we discussed during during the first quarter the difference between the uh, we the, the difference between the uh, East and the West, and the Cavs uh, having that's right. the Cavs having to get used to uh, not necessarily the speed of the ball movement, but the player and and, and Golden State's uh, player movement on offense, uh, which they struggled with at the beginning. Uh, concerns. Are uh, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry are not uh, on point? They're not. They're not. They have ten points total. So, so I saw. We both saw Curry miss a wide open three. Yes. And shoot an air ball, which has yes. to be pretty rare for Steph Curry. Yeah. We saw Clay Thompson do almost nothing offensively. Combined, they've got ten points in the half. Not to mention three fouls by Clay Thompson. But why that's a concern for me is that Golden State is still up nine points. 
Right. So with that performance. So they're getting they're getting destroyed by role players now. Uh, Draymond Green has played his part. Andrew Bogut has played his part, but they're really getting killed by Golden State's bench. Igudala, probably my biggest concern dating back to even last year's finals is Igudala and his defensive performance and. And man, he is a talented defender that has done some pretty cool, pretty good stuff against LeBron James and Kyrie just in a couple quarters. Yeah, we've we've seen Iguodala be probably the star defender in this game. Yes, he was the MVP of last last year's finals. Yes. So he's a very good basketball player. And you pointed out he's the one guy that could shut down LeBron. LeBron had eight points in the first quarter, had one point in the second quarter, and you yes. said, you know, your observation was, well, that's that's because Iguodala is in the game, been in the game playing minutes, and mm-hmm. he's shutting things down defensively. Mm-hmm. But we also saw it from the very beginning of the game, Golden State playing some really solid defense. Yes. I mean, t- tighter, tighter than I expected. I mean, they're really dialed in on, on that end of the court. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with, with Steph and, and uh, Thompson not performing on the other end, they're, they're stepping up defensively. They are. You know, J.R. Smith has got one, one total shot, uh, 0 for 1. And not a good one. And not a good one, a rushed one. Kyrie... And he's he's doing his part. He's scoring leading score of the game. LeBron started off super aggressive, uh, imposing his will. Uh, he looked like a men among boys. He did. He did. I mean, he 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 did whatever he wanted to. All, yes. all, all eight of his points in the first quarter were in the paint, mm-hmm. uh, and they it looked like I'm sure they weren't. It, he made it look like they were just giving it to him. Yeah, like YMCA. Yeah, pickup games. Doing, doing his thing. Yeah, they like they, it, it looked like they were stepping aside and just yelling "Olay," and he would just go to the <laughs> he would just he would just go to the bucket and jam it in and yeah. make him look foolish. Yeah. Even when they didn't give him a clear path, like he bulldozed his way in and sometimes got an, an and one. So, mm-hmm. um, but at the end of the day, it was only eight points. Yes. Yeah. So, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm. This is par for the course in my mind for Cleveland. Uh, they are not used to the movement and the speed and. Uh, just the skill set that Golden State brings to the table, knowing they come from the East, Com- you know, Eastern Conference, and uh, there's just not a team like Golden State in that conference, uh, or really anywhere in the league. I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's never been a team quite like them, similar but not quite like it. Yeah. Um, okay, you know, I mean, to, to Cleveland's credit, we we saw Golden State gradually build a lead. You know, it went from one to three or four to five, mm-hmm. and before you knew it, it was fourteen points. Yes, uh, but Cleveland didn't go away. Uh, you saw them, you know, stay focused. Although they, at times you, you pointed out that they looked uh, confused defensively, which they absolutely did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you saw them kind of, kind of stay focused and stay dialed in. And they, they at one point they cut the fourteen down to six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, who, who was uh, Iguodala? Was no, who, who uh, Draymond got that last? Yeah, three. Draymond got that yeah. three towards the end of the end of the quarter, made it yeah. nine. So. But it was a six-point game. With there was only a few seconds left in the first half, so uh, Cleveland's not not getting. It's not a runaway. Yes, they're, they're still and in this. Love, love, love Cleveland's hustle and diving on the ground, uh, hustling to the ball. I mean that that's heart that I believe Cleveland's lacked, and I think that's going to be what they need to. Yeah, yeah, that was true too. Despite confusion, uh, yeah, so. But they got to do it for 48 minutes and come up with four victories. Yes. So can they can they have that effort and come up with victories, four of them in order to win a championship? Um, that remains to be seen. We'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, the second half I think is is obviously telling because that that determines 
can they hang in and claw their way back into a game, mm-hmm. you know, with, with behind by, I mean, a, a moderate number of points. It's not a huge lead. Mm-hmm. Can they crawl back in? Can they stay focused? Or is Golden State going to impose their will, make them look silly by the end of the game, you know, make a statement to, to start the series? Uh, the other thing we saw, and, and I think we'll wrap it up from here, is uh, Kevin Love came out, came out strong. You could tell that, that they were feeding the ball to, to Kevin Love, trying to get him activated, get him going. Uh, it worked. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember how many points he had, but but he was a factor. Mm-hmm. But then you saw with a few minutes left, four or five minutes left, he was on the bench mm-hmm. and he got replaced. Mm-hmm. So what do you think that's going to look like in the second half? You know, I don't know. Channing Frye and uh, Jefferson and uh, the players that came in uh, didn't really perform in a way that did much for me or maybe even for the coach or the team. Uh, Kevin Love's impact on the game uh, was much greater than anybody that came off the bench. Uh, so I believe Kevin Love will get his rest, come back. I uh, don't know that they'll push the ball to get him going. In the second half, I'm looking at uh, LeBron James in the paint, Kyrie, uh, and getting uh, J.R. Smith a little bit more involved. I mean, a lot more involved because he had one freaking shot. More than one shot. <laughs> yes, I'm guaranteeing more than one shot for we, J.R. We know that J.R. Smith's not going to shoot 100%, so if he's going to score any points at all, he needs to take more than just a second shot in the second yes. half. Like one shot per half this series isn't going to be enough for J.R. Smith to be a factor in the yes. in the finals. But we need we need to get him going. We need uh, LeBron James is going to keep doing his thing. and But look at, look at J.R. Smith and to get a little bit more involved, and Kevin Love will stay doing his thing. Uh, okay, so um, are you conceding, or, or, the, or does Cleveland still have a chance to win this game? Cleveland still has a chance. No, no, no. But, but what I'm looking for is a prediction. Is Cleveland going to come back in the second half and win game one, or are they going to fold like a cheap tent? They, they will not fold like a cheap tent. Uh, I believe the beginning of the third quarter is going to make or break this. So if Cleveland shows up and Tyron Lue makes a few adjustments and, and Cleveland starts off with the bang, I believe uh, – man, I, I believe they'll take it. If they show up beginning of the third quarter flat, don't make the right adjustments, I could see Golden State – inching this one out or maybe even winning by 10 uh but okay win win or lose is cleveland gonna win this game cleveland will win this game i believe in tyron lou to make the adjustments okay uh i think you're wrong i think golden state's gonna win by 12 they're gonna take game one at home cleveland will have to work do everything they have to to split at golden state to have a chance in the series and golden state will be up one nothing and i'll be one win closer to doubling up my stake winnings for the season. Uh, Cavaliers by four. Cavaliers by four. Uh, there's no way that's going to happen. Not a chance. You're absolutely wrong. The king will reign. <laughs> the king so, will impose his so will. Far, so far, not only has the king not stopped the show, he can't even stop Iguodala. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. One of us is going to be right. One of us is going to be wrong. Um, we'll wrap it up with a short post-game show. We'll talk to everybody soon. All right, the game is concluded. Final score, Cleveland Cavaliers, 89. (laughs) (laughs) Golden State Warriors, 104. At one point, it was was 20 points. It was. They lose by 15. Mm -hmm. That's a little more of a a margin than I think I predicted. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
They, they, they cut it close. Well, I don't remember how close they got it. Did, did they tie it? They didn't tie it in the, in the second half, did they? No, they, they went up in the second half. Oh, just as a reset. This is our, this is our Game 1 podcast. This is the post-game segment of it. And, uh, and so we're just, um, we're just kind of going, going over. We're examining the dead body. And yeah, yeah. This is the autopsy. So here's the deal. I, I enjoyed uh, a nice plate of teriyaki meatballs. <laughs> Those were very good meatballs. Here in Gravity, gravity Beard Land. This is, gra- this is Gravity B- B- gravity Beard Studio B. Yeah, Studio B. And teriyaki meatballs were provided so graciously by Gravity Beard. Um, that was the highlight of my night. Okay. The the Cleveland Cavaliers, they fought hard. Uh, they did. Their their effort was was noticeable and significant. The effort was there. They came, at, they came out third quarter strong. Into third quarter with six points. Deficit. Uh, and then... That was about all. Uh, I kind of expected a little part of me was going, "Hey, pregame jitters." Okay, so so coming out of the first ha- out of the uh, halftime break, mm-hmm. you know, you had you had said, "Hey, we're watching out for you know the first few minutes to see if Cleveland is going to make you concerned or whether or not you f- basically kind of do I feel good or do I feel bad about mm-hmm. how this is going to turn out." Mm-hmm. We both said. You could feel good about this. I mean, they cut it. I don't know if they, they tie it. It was close. Yeah, it was close. Two points, one point, whatever. They, they did not get J.R. Smith involved. He had three shots total. He did take his third shot. Kevin Love uh, did not stay involved and didn't make his big impact. No, no. After after he got sat in the first half, the additional minutes he played were inconsequential. Yes. Yeah. So apart from LeBron James and Kyrie, Cleveland's offense was. Just not what Cleveland Cleveland's offense has been up until this point in the playoffs. And why do you think that is? I think the East showing up and playing the West, the speed at which they move on both ends of the floor. I believe the matchups. Ball with, movement. Yeah, ball movement, I believe, matchups with Iggy Dalla and how he played. Um, the bench scoring forty five points, Out, outscoring Cleveland forty five to nine off yeah, the bench. Yeah, and they played good D. You know, it was it wasn't just an offensive. And except for a small flurry by the Splash Brothers, they were held to their to their lowest combined scoring, maybe of their careers. The show was put on pause. Yeah, yeah, they kind of they either stopped themselves or maybe Cleveland stopped. I would yeah. I mean this particular game they did stop the show. Yeah, interesting. So it's back to the drawing boards. Game two, Cleveland will be used to the speed and the pace. They will make some defensive uh, adjustments. The King will rise again, and Cleveland will come back. So these are these are comments of optimism, but what did you say on the couch a few minutes ago before we came in here to record the last portion? You asked me, a, you asked me what sounded like a fatalistic question. Uh... I did say no. I will not make out with you, <laughs> and I was very disappointed to hear that. <laughs> no, you made a comment like, "Like, is this what we're going to see every game? Could could this happen every game? Could this happen every and game?" That, that was me being. That was me having a weak mental moment, getting down on my team. Okay. At the end of a, at the well, end of a rough. Well, I recognize that moment because I know every fan of every sports team. After every loss in the postseason, they think their team's never going to win again. After every win, they don't think their team's ever going to lose again. We know that in a seven-game series against uh, between two teams that are legitimate championship teams, mm-hmm. you know whether Cleveland's 
you know, finish people off or not that are in the finals every year with LeBron. So, uh, so they, they deserve to be here. They, they, they rose to the top of the Eastern conference mountain. Uh, so they're a championship caliber team. They're, they're going, they're going to adjust. We will be back. We will make adjustments. So, so, but not only that, you know, don't, don't be, I don't think you should hang your head. Even if, even if Golden State wins the next game by 12 points, because, you know, you would expect a good team to defend their home court, right? Even against a good opponent. Now, the, the margin of victory may be smaller. Maybe it's larger. I don't know that it matters. You would expect that defending champion and a team like Golden State to defend their home court and win the first two games at home. That doesn't mean anything. Then you could go to Cleveland and they could win both games there. And then we're going to say something like, well, it's not a series until someone wins on the road. And I think that's possible. Uh, or we could just... Or we could see a sweep. Or we could see LeBron James taking game two, stealing a game in, in California. Absolutely. In Golden State. I still think regardless of the outcome of tonight's game, any any possible outcome is possible in, yes. in subsequent games. Yes. So, uh, I mean, we saw this exact same team in Golden State get completely blown out by Oklahoma. Twice, I think, wasn't it? I didn't see the whole series. I was traveling, but... Yeah, at least at least once. But they handled up on times. they got got it handed to them by Oklahoma, mm-hmm. right? And they ultimately, you know, whatever. So, uh, so any any all all outcomes are possible. Yes, in, in the finals between two decent teams, yes. uh, I, I wouldn't say that Cleveland's severely outmatched. Um, no, that's pregame East West jitters. NBA Finals. Here we go. Tyron Lue back to the drawing boards. LeBron James. Let's go. Um, I guess the last thing I'll say is LeBron James was one assist away from a triple double. It was it was a very those were very quiet stats in my opinion. There were moments where he was a man beast. You know, he were like, man, there's the LeBron we know. If you look at the game as a total, he was fairly quiet. Although he did hit some unexpected threes, he hasn't hit from that distance all season very well. Um, but man, he, he he accumulated some quiet stats tonight. Which is, in fact, a great quality of a king to be humble and quiet. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, man, um, they, they, won, they won this game with their bench tonight. The bench. Is that? The it, bench is the, Golden State's bench is the MVP. There's no question. Is, is, is that make you more nervous for games moving forward? Or total, total fluke, not worried about it at all going forward? I'm not worried about it. I think, I think that we handled... Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. I think there's some some good deep played on them. If you look back at what LeBron James did to Steph, yeah, he did a shutdown that. job of covering Steph Curry, didn't he? But I th- I think Cleveland for sure played a little flat and expected the bench just just underestimated Golden State's bench, and you're paying the price for that. They took full advantage of all their opportunities. Yes. Okay, game one is in the books. It probably predictably went to Golden State. Hmm. I mean, they are the defending champions. They were playing at home. It would have been more of a shock for them to lose game one. Still an opportunity for Cleveland to split, which would be a huge victory in terms of the, of the series. Yep. And head off to Cleveland. Um, who knows? Who knows? We'll just have to see what happens. Long live the king. We'll just see if he can continue to stop the show. <laughs> Until next time, this is the uh, Gravity Beard podcast from Studio B. This is our special edition uh, covering game by game the uh, NBA Finals.
with teriyaki meatballs. <laughs> I can't promise teriyaki meatballs every time. <laughs> uh, thanks for being here. Looking forward to the next one. Adios. All right.